We live, we live, we live. We live, we live. What it do, boo? What it do, boo? How are you? Girl, I'm good. Ready to rock and roll and get into it. Same, same. Ready to get into it. So really quickly. If Let's we go in our phones and just make sure that I updated the, the title too. So we're going to check our status see if we're hey guys hey hey, hey what's up okay we what are up? yeah what's up what's up everyone we're about to rock and roll i am i i know I'm one thing know. i'm excited about today's topic honey because the internet has been a blaze with you know yes, hate has, in the girl. beauty industry. I don't know about your side, but on <sighs> my end, the the people the beauty industry has definitely been getting some lashings they have. in the last couple of weeks. The beauty okay. industry has been taking some elbows to the throat, some A-town stomps. I mean big time. Do y'all love us or not? Like I got mixed. I got mixed signals right now. Girl, it's all bad. So I'll go ahead and put up today's topic since we got people in here. What's up? What's up? What's up? The chat is popping. What's up? T Brown TV. How you doing? Thank you for joining us. Stick around. Stick around. Hey, hey, hey. Blessings. Who is hey, that? Hey, Mike. Yes. Hey. Glad Blessings. to have you in here. What's up, everyone? What's up? What's up? What's up? Hey. T Brown TV. What's up, T Brown TV? You guys got to yes. make sure you go check out my friend's um, YouTube channel. He is a great influencer out here as well. What's yes. up, Mike? How you liking that new job, man? Good to see you this week. Oh, oh, you he started a new job? Yes, Mike, Mike left the old and he's in with the new now. So he we did are tell me that at the brother. beginning of the year, the beginning of the year. That is right. Oh, well, I'm glad you're moving on to better things as it should be. Okay, guys, we're going to go ahead and get into it. Let's so, do it. Today's beauty topic, the hot topic in the beauty vault is the hair raising reality for stylists. Today, we're going to be talking about the ugly truth about the beauty industry and you know new stylists beware you know there's a lot of love but there is some hate and today we're gonna dive into that let's so, talk about it Fran, you ready i'm ready baby okay so i want you to do you want to go ahead and read the first question this question is for the audience the hot topic in the Oh, wait, I can hear it. Is it your live or mine? <laughs> Sorry, you ready. Are you good? Okay, you go ahead and read the question to the audience. This Absolutely. question is for the audience, the consumers, and then we have another question for the beauty pros, and I'll read that. So. Yes, yes, yes. First, thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you do not know who we are, if this happens to be your very, very, very first time on the Beauty Vault podcast, let us go ahead and introduce ourselves. Yeah, let's do that, actually. I got ahead of myself. Girl, I was too ready. <laughs> okay, thank you for keeping me straight. What's up, everyone? I'm BB Nicole. Peace and blessings. I'm Trin, and welcome back to the Beauty Vault. I'm BB Nicole. I am the founder of DHG Pro University, as well as salon owner of DeluxeHairGallery.co. For the ones that don't know. That's 
right. Tell them, girlfriend. Yeah. I am Trend. I'm the CEO of Totally Trend LLC. I'm your co-host here at the Beauty Vault, as well as your co-educator at DHG Pro University, bringing you guys natural hair care. Yes. Now so. that we have formally introduced ourselves, yes. I've got a question for you guys. Have you ever left a negative review online? If so, what motivated you to do so? And by motivated, I mean motivated you to do so. <laughs> <laughs> and do you feel that the business responded to you appropriately? Yeah, do answer that. Yeah, so to all you of our- left a negative review online about somebody? And if so, what drove you to do so? Yes. How did that business respond back to you? We yes. have about three people that are watching us in social media world right now. Yeah. Go ahead and drop down in the comments and let us know. Let us have know. Have you ever left a negative review about a business before? Hey, Erin. Hey. And while y'all ponder on that question, I have a question for the beauty professionals, okay? Um, I wanna get into a question to our listeners as well as our live viewers. We have another question to pose strictly for the beauty professionals. Have you ever experienced public blasting or um, negative comments on social media? And if so, how did you handle the situation? I repeat that question again. Have you ever experienced public blasting or negative comments on social media? And if so, how did you handle that situation? So and by negative blasting, like has someone ever made a post about you? Or your business. Has someone ever went live and went on a public rant about your business and your services? Ooh. Woo! How did it you happens. handle that? Drop them down in the comments, you guys. We're talking today. Stylists, this, we are, this we is gonna for get to all it. stylists. And this is for people who sit in a stylist chair. This is for everybody. If you get haircuts, if you get color, if you get relaxers, if you get roller sets, if you get knotless braids, if you get feed-in braids, if you get a man yeah. uh, a man wig, we need you right here on the post. <laughs> if you are provided we need your report. business, we need you right here in the post. We're getting down and dirty today. We're getting into the nitty we are so i want you we're gonna go ahead and keep it raw and authentic you know how Let's we do i want you to go ahead and like what prompted you had an experience um what prompted you to bring up this topic because i know some things went down on social media so let's get you into guys it. as you know i we are flawed being by nature mm -hmm. And with that being said, I happen to be operating on not so much of a high frequency on this particular day. I'm being okay. transparent. I woke up on the don't come for me side of the bed on this particular day. <laughs> and what happened was I was doing my morning scroll. You know, you'll get a like, you'll get a like, you'll get a like, you'll get a like, you'll get a comment, you'll get a comment. So I am working my algorithms on this particular day. Mm -hmm. And I happen to be scrolling and I see one of my, we ain't going to do no names today. Yeah. Okay? No. But if you know who you are, hey, come join us. We'd love Please, to have we'd you We'd love here. to have you. There's a no mm -hmm. hate zone, but this is also the truth zone. So it if is. you can't handle the truth, don't come up on here. Don't. Don't even waste your time. Because we is going to correct you with love. But back to what i was saying i was scrolling mm -hmm. and i happened to come across a post by a um not only a person that i went to school with so i've known them since my school days 
but I've actually had the honor of servicing their hair, their child's hair, and I have a uh, relationship with them outside of that, right? So I see this post from the person in the post. Um, should I read the post? Hell, it, I mean, I don't like margin of error, so we can bring it the fact. It's like, I feel like, yeah, because uh, I feel so like they I can get the word for word. Was it generalized or was it, was it, targeted towards you or was it a generalized statement that you just it was definitely a generalized post so no the post was not um the post was not directed towards me but i did take offense to the post on behalf of all stylists and i I felt the need on this day to comment on it on behalf of all (laughs) stylists i felt triggered i felt tried I felt like enough is enough. And I felt like, I felt like we were being bullied. I agree. I I mean, all stylists, right? So here we go. The post reads, is my mic on? Your mic is on. Okay. The post reads, and I'm going to read it to the best of, um, there's some I grammatical errors. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna read it in the tone that I feel like she said it. Okay. <laughs> okay, so, let's get into here it. Here we go. Y'all new style is hungry as fuck. It's sad as fuck. I can go get my motherfucking head done, washed, and relaxed for thirty dollars, and y'all motherfuckers can't even think to wash a motherfucking head. And y'all charge her three hundred dollars, and then y'all kid braiders. Whew, <laughs> How the fuck y'all not washing kids' heads? Why the fuck do we have to wash their heads? Baby, my daughter will be at my cousin who do everything. The fuck is wrong with y'all greedy ass motherfuckers? Y'all are scums. I'm not charging no kid $100 for no damn braided ponytail. And the damn braids don't even be neat. The fuck? <laughs> then y'all unprofessional ass fuck, baby. I can tell some stories. Oh yeah, I said what I said. Woo. I feel the energy. I feel the energy. I feel the energy as I feel the energy from that. So how you felt okay. about that? And so with that being said. Yeah, that's the tone. That's the that's the I pose. immediately felt a heat rush. I felt <laughs> triggered. My pit started sweating. <laughs> uh-huh. I was offended, you guys. And again, I'm offended listening to it because I'm just I was like, because I'm like, wait a minute. Uh-huh. Then like, on top of that, let's put there's no emphasis. way you can really feel like that. There were yeah. so many things I I read and that I just could not okay. comprehend in my mind. And yeah. so, number one, mm-hmm. I got into conversation. We'll say that I got into debate. With- I don't think it was a debate because I feel like in every debate, depending on the level that you, the level that you are, somebody is a student, weird. somebody is a student and somebody is the teacher. And in I this got emphasis, I got this was all not a kind debate. Of out of the name that the most high or my mama or daddy did not give me. But, you know, the reality is, you know, I, I felt that I was coming to educate her, enlighten her on some things that she may not know. So my yeah. first comment on the post, my first response was, you do know that in some states it's illegal to shampoo hair. Yeah, if you don't realize some it. states. And that was the first comment. And so, you know, that led to the fuck girl, the fuck you talking about. You got to be slow. You got to be so we name calling. 
So now I'm really in my feelings. Now, now, now exit four is rising up, up, rising up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now EW, you know, is rising up in me and I'm, you I am, take it there. I'm on this post with this girl going back and forth. Mm-hmm. And the reality is. Not your proudest moment, but it's okay. No, it's definitely not my proudest moment, okay. but we, it is my We truth. stand on it. It is. So here mm-hmm. we go. Let's, mm-hmm. BB, how do you feel about it? How do you feel about the words that I just read? And, and the listeners, how do you guys feel about, do you agree with her? Do you feel like Shawty is preaching to the choir? Mm-hmm. And, and like I said, this is a space for you to really give your truth. Yeah, for because sure. I really want to know how you guys feel. This will help me to be a better professional. This mm-hmm. will help me to be a better individual and understand my clients and my guests and my customers and my clientele a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She okay. Would you mind reading that, BB? Yeah, sure. Hey, Erin. Hey, Poo Um, Some situations were resolved, but it just depends. I think the bigger the business, the less they care. Interesting. Interesting. So we are also- basically what you from your experience, um, Erin. Erin, that's Erin. 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 Uh huh. Okay. Okay. Beautiful. Uh-huh. I love how you spell it too. So cute. Okay. So. What I'm gathering from your comment is that you feel like the bigger the business is, the uh, there is a lack of professionalism. There's mm-hmm. a lack of integrity. The bigger the business, the less integrity that they have. Is that what you've experienced? I think that's what she's saying. She said, yes, she has posted it. Uh, she's posted a review. Okay, I'm going to read her comment. Sorry, y'all. I'm trying to read it and process it. And it's just not working. So we're going to read Erin's comment. Yes, I have. She's answering the question that we uh, did pose at the top of the show. Yes, I have. I posted because I don't feel like my concern was hurt. So she didn't feel like her concern was being hurt. She didn't feel like her her um, her grievance was, you know, cared about. Right? And that okay. happens. That happens. Yeah, so she... she, she... She uh communicated with a stylist or someone she was doing business with. I think in the restaurant. Yeah. She felt mm-hmm. as if she, her needs weren't met or her mm-hmm. she wasn't heard, so she took it to social media. Okay. That's basically what she's saying. Yep, that it. I think okay. she said she left a review because she was talking about the. Re- we asked them about the review. Gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. So I just wanted to tap in because I saw the comments. Thank you so going, much for going Thank red, you, honey. It was yeah. going red, and I wanted to go ahead and check in with them. But I will answer your question. How do I feel in regards to the emotional response that you read um, from another, I guess, consumer? Well, first of all, I feel like there's a lot of things wrong with it. Like, number one, the first thing she wrote was new stylist. Like, not only did she have an experience, which matters, um, but she took to social media. Number one, like, you're, um, you're reacting emotionally. So I nine times out of 10, I guarantee you, they didn't take the problem to the stylist. I mean, because they clearly feel like they wanted to spread the news. But you're dealing with a new stylist. It says new stylist. You know, she t- attacked new stylist. Number one, they don't have the game. And nine times out of 10, you already knew they were new before you were going to them. So I just feel, I feel like, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's just like a, a rant and an attack. People just don't respect hairstyles. Literally. And, and, I don't even how I, and I just feel like, and also too, I'm going to be very clear. If it wasn't for my co-host, I would not be responding because I don't respond 
to people who behave like that and carry themselves like that and conduct themselves in that manner. I don't respond to it. I don't respond when people are trying to debate my, you know, pricing, my worth. I've come too far. So I don't even go there. I remember even Pope, like I wanted to kind of say something when you were talking because I'm really my friends and family. But I was like, you know what? She got it covered. And she she must have just been having one of them type of days. But I feel where you're coming from because I see it all the time. I see the post online all the time. People are attacking the beauty industry, you know, and coming for hairstylists, black hairstylists. Yes, the people that make you look good, get you ready for your man, get you ready for your event. They, a lot of people, and this is generalized, not everyone, let me be clear, but people are really coming for our profession. And it's getting, the disrespect is getting louder and louder and louder. And I see why in this instance, it was hard for you to not clap back because at what point do we draw the line? At what point do we, you know, just stop, you know, degrading ourselves, you know what I mean? At what point does it stop? Cause my thing is this, what, what about the, I would love to hear from the stylist that even like triggered this response. Like I want to hear her side. What's her side? I really do. What's her I side? Really because even that we could get her here. I wish I really could. do. But I did not. The reason I did not extend the invitation yeah. is because there's nowhere through the text did she give me the. Um... She didn't give you like the person. It, she didn't seem like general. a person that was trying to hear anything. She didn't seem like a person that was trying to enlighten. She just seemed like That's a person why that was I trying don't to tear respond. down. Thank you. That's why I don't and, respond because the and I and honestly, the reason I responded is because one of the the person who shared the original post, the, the mm-hmm. post was shared. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I seen the post on one of my um, associates. Timeline mm-hmm. of a post that she shared, I guess, from someone that she follows or, or mm-hmm. you know, is in her circle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The person who posted it, she has a pretty strong following. She wow. has people searching for her post, reading her post. Her post. Wow. She, she's an influence in social media world. So Interesting. I, I took advantage of her post with her knowing me personally to comment because I would, I assume that. She would respond a different way. She would read it out of love and knowing that I wasn't coming from a place to tear down. And two, for all the other thousands of people who read her posts on a daily basis, they they would come across the facts because that's what I was leaving on the comments. Yeah, for sure. Facts and information. I commented on the post to enlighten her like, hey, you know, maybe you really, you know, I understand that you're angry and something obviously didn't go your way, but maybe we should think about it from... Think of it from this perspective. You know, Shawty might not even have the license to even be shampooing you depending on where you are in your state. Yeah. Do, you know, do you know the state laws when it comes to cosmetology and barbering and braiding? Exactly. Some people you can't know the even shampoo. Or you go sit in the stylist chair, you know. So you could be holding something to a stylist that, you know, really is holding to them. But I'll, this... Mm-hmm. I was going to say also, too, well, really reading the passage what her comments, her words, but really stuck out to me is just, is it in front of you? Just so I'm clear. Just so it I, is. So I did she it, say, reference. did she say they did not have break kid braiding prices or they want to charge kids adult prices? Like I want to know. Y'all what are said. scums. I'm not charging no kids a hundred dollars for no damn braided ponytail. 
So she did And the braids don't even be neat. So are you saying that you're not paying $100 for braids that aren't neat? Or are you not paying $100, period, for a kid's braided ponytail? Gotcha. I was going to say, was okay. a little bit confusing for me. Okay, yeah, it's confusing for me, too, because I was... Clearly, that's not what she said. And since... Because I, I heard it... I heard it like this, um, which you corrected for me, but I heard it like the fact that, you know, they want to charge kids a hundred dollars for braiding i thought in general maybe they booked a service for braids and showed up with a kid and was expecting something different so but if they had kid prices for 100 that's still valid and you know if that's their price that's their price but either way i go neither here nor there my point is that was an emotional response and you know it was very over generalized um and it's a it's something that happens very common um on social media i saw another per person post they made a comment like along the lines and it, it's probably in my area i remember seeing a couple of the stylists in my area post it and re reshare it and it basically was saying it costs x and y amount of dollars to put on wigs and wigs don't even last and they don't want to put on our wigs or style our wigs or if they do style our wigs it's an additional cost it's an additional cost for this it's an additional cost for that and then it went on to say which i think should have came first that's fine i'll just go take a class so i can do it myself and i immediately saw that post and i was like yes do that that's what you did. yes do that that is the answer to that your is problem. the answer Yes, do that. Yes, go get educated. That is the go, answer. Go take a class. That's so the reality. Can, go take a class so you can see Let's how much education costs. Hang on. Because you're going you're gonna to drop about a grip. You're going to drop yes. about six, seven hundred on the low end for a class. So you're going to learn lace wigs, right? Say you do learn lace wigs, okay? Now, you know, you learn exactly what it takes to put it on and you learn exactly their purpose. Lace wigs were not made to stay on people's head for six and eight weeks. Stylists no. have adapted and, and and did different things to make those things last. Lace wigs are temporary. They're literally for show business and things like that. They were never intended to be a long-term protective style. That's why they bald easily and everything else. You know what I mean? And also, there's, there's responsibility for... Um, there's a responsibility to the consumer and to the client when you leave there's upkeep if you don't properly upkeep or you know in your style doesn't last half of that responsibility is on you you know what i mean we got to be clear that's the reality that i feel like um, people forget people who post these type of posts and have this type of energy mm -hmm. or even agree with mm -hmm. uh this emotional post it's the fact that you have literally taken the responsibility from yourself and you've put in all of the responsibility on the client. On the stylist. Um, what really triggered me the most from this post was the um, the comment about the charging the kids $100. Um, Let's that's get the into thing that. that Let's really talk about that. For one, I recently retired from doing children's I hair. I don't do kids hair at all. Um, I recently retired last year from doing mm -hmm. children's hair, period. And... If there's anyone on here who, who listens to this later on or is on here now, if I've mm -hmm. had the honor of servicing your child, you already know. I take my time. Your child is getting breaks. Your child has entertainment. I am, I have um, 
customized yes, my service yes, and my yes. service time to fit your child's needs, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I've done that for my whole career. I've serviced children as long as I've serviced adults. So we're talking 10 to 15 years. And being in the uh, position that I'm in now as mm-hmm. a stylist, $100 to me, number one, is not even a lot of money when mm-hmm. it comes to servicing a child's head. Mm-hmm. Number one, you look at it like a child as the age. Some of these children have heads that are as big as their mamas and daddies. And got hair as much as an adult. That's why y'all booking a service. The the child has more hair strands on their head than you have on yours. Right? Mm -hmm. So that's number one. Number two, the amount of wear and tear that is going to that is going to happen to my body is going to be less wear and tear than doing the parents hair. Mm-hmm. Two, three. Is anyone considering the products that we're using on these children? Mm-hmm. You know, me personally, I use two different shampoos every single time. And both of my shampoos are 14 to 15 bucks. And that's for the small ounce. Mm-hmm. That's not including the conditioner. That's not including your bees. It's not including the hair that I added. It's not including anything else other than that. So really that $100 has been broken down. We don't get to spend that whole hundred. That's no. number one. And on top of that, screw that. Mm-hmm. That's the How price. can you have a problem with paying any amount of money mm-hmm. to do something on your child's head that you haven't learned to do? And you don't have to do. Like at this point, so you've paid. Your, your child's head is your responsibility as the parent. It's, if, it if, is. if your daughter needs her hair done, it's your responsibility to do her hair. At the it rate is. that you decide that you don't want the responsibility because the hair's too thick. Or you don't have child, time. Don't sit still. The child is tender headed. The child cry. You just don't got the patience. Or you just really just Thank you. don't want to. Or so in some cases when they care. Mm-hmm. And you put in that responsibility on the stylist. In which we are we are trained to do hair. But we're not trained. No cosmetology school that you go to is going to train you on how to service a child's head. But can we talk no about one. it? And, it, and I may be wrong. No they don't. But I went to Paul Mitchell. And that's mm-hmm. one of the top schools in the world, Craig. And we mm-hmm. didn't get no um, learning how to consult a child, shampoo a child, uh, entertain a child, any of that. Yeah. We did get introduced to some products that would help your child to detangle their hair to make it a little more manageable to get through. But what I'm saying is, once you have put in the responsibility on someone else other than yourself mm-hmm. to do your child's hair, you gonna pay whatever. When you take your car, your car got a leak and you take it to the repair shop, you are not a, you can't say, oh yeah, well, uh, only do $100 worth of work. Only do $5 worth of work. No. (laughs) Take your car there because you don't know nothing about cars. You don't know what's wrong with your car and you need them, the professional, to figure out what's wrong with it and fix it. You're going to pay whatever price that mechanic tells you that you're going to pay. But they value that. Why is it different with, with us? Why is it different when you guys come to the beauty industry? And no, you don't know. I'm not telling you you have to pay that $100. But let me ask you this. We got YouTube. We got YouTube. We got TikTok. You can learn right at home. We got 
we got grown men out here putting ponytails in their kids because they learned it from youtube so the reality is what is the excuse why aren't y'all doing y'all own children's hair and we're not talking about braided ponytails why aren't y'all combing combing out the child's hair you got a problem with us washing why ain't nobody washing the hair no more okay you know that could be a really good valid point why aren't the why aren't the stylists shampooing the hair but why aren't you shampooing your own kid hair what's the problem well what is really the problem with you shampooing your own kid hair i'll okay i'll say this okay because i mean that is a question see this is that's what i'm saying and my point is if if no you may not you know you there are people who out here who really just it's a lot of hair and you don't know how to tackle it right Mm -hmm. so you try but those are the type of people who's like listen i i don't i really just don't know this is a lot what's your price okay you're speaking directly to the people that are demanding stylists take them the burden and do it their way what i'm saying and do it their way how they want it and for the price that they want you're you're speaking to that person don't want the responsibility of your child's hair and you go and you sit them and you take them to a salon don't complain about the price that you paying boo because you had every opportunity to learn the same skill, practice the same skill for free mm-hmm. on your own child's head. And you're mm-hmm. not doing so. So give us give us a break. Yeah. And, um, give us a break. And for the people that's just tuning in, you know, uh, there was a rant that happened online. And it was, you know, and we're just kind of piggybacking off of that topic and not focusing on it too much. But in regards to children's hair, number one, I feel like this forget children price adult price let's just respect the stylist in their pricing in general like let's 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 keep it it's not up for debate like i don't even i don't even agree with like i'm not gonna say i don't i don't agree with what you're saying but i also feel like even if somebody is charging a hundred dollars for children's services they have a right to charge that you know, without even getting into them doing their, the, a parent doing kids hair or whatever the case, p- people have a right. Let's start at the fact that people have a right to charge what they want to charge. It's, it's a consumer's responsibility to go within their budget. You have the right to you not go to the yourself and you cannot $100. go to, that's my whole point. Why are y'all, why are, st- why why are consumers going go to, to places that they cannot afford? That's my point. It don't, it doesn't even matter about none of that. Even the whole post that they made was irrelevant because why are you mad that you went somewhere that wasn't to your, up to your standards? It you wasn't in your price wasn't range. Your Let's be clear. It wasn't in your price range. You know what and I mean? And that's okay. And that's okay too. But but this is my thing. It comes down. Don't tear to down me. the stylist because she knows her value, or she Thank has you. set a value for herself. Thank you. Don't 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 try to tear down another stylist or another professional because they have set the value. They have a standard. If you feel like they're charging too much, you have the right to say, okay, well, thank you. Mm-hmm. I okay. I'm gonna go somewhere else that's within my means. You have the right to do that, but to get on social media and go on a a rant to call it to call all stylist scums in this whole new stylist thing mm-hmm. that's a bunch of hogwash. The reality yeah. is, mm-hmm. stylists are starting to know their value. They are. And once stylists are realizing their value 
and mm-hmm. they're testing out their value, they're going back and they're paying it for it by telling our other sisters and brothers in the beauty industry, mm-hmm. hey, know your value. Yeah. Up your value. And and that's what's happening. And it's it's and it's making the customers uncomfortable because we've literally I take responsibility on behalf of all the stylists. We I could say we are half of the reason that y'all are the way that y'all are because we ain't we've been scared to raise our prices yeah and i say i i we have not been um operating within our value mm-hmm. and it's made you guys think think less of us think, think less valuable of us and so i encourage us as business owners as people in the beauty industry to continue to value yourself mm-hmm. to continue to um if you're booked two weeks out one month out raise those prices yeah if you are booked up when you can't get other clients in there raise those prices for sure if the products have gone up three dollars then your service list needs to reflect that yeah if you're spending an extra two and a half hours three hours on a child's head versus an adult head you need to charge accordingly And the people that sit in your chair will value you. What will happen is the people like the young lady who created this post, Mm -hmm. you will have less of those people sitting in your chair the more that you value yourself. That's Mm -hmm. the reality. That's the reality. I don't have clients like herself that sit in my chair. I made a post immediately. Thank you, Most High. Just thank God that I don't have, I have the certain clientele that I have because Mm -hmm. I don't really have those type of issues. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. there are there are professionals out here who have this challenge who are literally being bullied. Yes. They're being bullied. And, and, and that was a bully post. That was, that was a bully post. That was, that wasn't a post that wasn't necessarily directed at me, but it was directed towards an individual out here who is, who is, who knows her value and is trying to stand on her value. And you had somebody come behind that and try to tear that down and, and make her think that she isn't worth what she is. But baby girl, I don't know where you are out here, but mm-hmm. you worth every dollar. <laughs> and you worth more than that. That little hundred dollars ain't nothing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you feel like when you do children's hair that your services are worth two hundred and fifty dollars, charge it and stand on that. Mm-hmm. Stand on that, and you will manifest those clients who will sit in your chair and pay you that fifty dollars. So uh, since we own the issue of pricing, so I want to kind of like you know take a moment to talk to like beauty professionals because you know we are here to enlighten um i feel that um hair i feel like we need to be more we talked about this in one of our other episodes um financially forward or money forward when communicating what things cost and you know even that tough question of why does it cost that much so to my listeners and part my live viewers and listeners i have something on the screen and i want to read it to the listeners so they know that we've moved on to another topic i have to remember to do that <laughs> for our listeners sorry so the issue of pricing why hair services cost what they do and how to communicate that to clients so um so i feel like a way that can eliminate you know a lot of emotional responses and public bashing and things like that is to learn how to communicate with your um, clients. I feel like if stylists, us as professionals, if we learn how to communicate with our clients upfront about what things cost, um, upfront about how to maintain, how long it lasts, you know, we have to up our communication. Also, if we can, um, when they have those questions about why does it cost that much? 
number one, standing firm. And even if you don't feel comfortable giving all the excuses, like the, oh, the product, oh, the time, oh, the this, that is my price. This is my price because of my expertise and because of the care that I'm going to give you. You don't have to list out everything because that is, to me, I feel like I don't leave room for debate because a lot of people think things are up for debate. And I have a, my policy is really, it's, it's not up for debate. My words is not up for debate. I'm not, I'm not going over it. I'm not going to try to explain it. And some people feel fine listing it out. Me personally, I'm not doing that because I feel like it, if someone automatically doesn't see your worth, they come to your spot and they're arguing about your prices. They're saying, why that? Why this? Why that? They're immediately not aligned with you. I feel they're immediately, they're immediately not for you because you have web, we have websites in place now that people know what they're paying before they get there. We have communication. We're working on our communication. We're being financially forward. Like we discussed in the last podcast, we're saying, Hey, you know, what are you coming in for today? Okay. This is what this costs. You know, we're, we talked about that. So my thing is you just have to, I feel like you just got to just stand firm, not in a pushy way, but just in a, this is what it is type of way. I don't know. I don't get how it's still for debate because I really don't move that way. So it's hard for me to really, I guess, give advice for when people are dealing with that because I just have no tolerance for that. You know what I mean? I don't yeah, absolutely. I, I definitely agree with you. We need to be able to communicate. Communication is number one as a stylist, yeah, right? Sure. The consultation, right? Yeah. Um, the water too hot, the water too cold. How's your, you know, how's your scalp feeling? Communication mm -hmm. is number one in the beauty industry. And For you sure. will, and you're going to have those guests that's, that's like, why? Why this and why that? Like BB was saying, that is going to let you know the type of clientele that they are. But you also want to be prepared for those answers. You want to yes. be prepared because you're gonna, mm -hmm. it's going to happen. Yeah. You know, you're going to have people that's like, okay, well, well, how much was this? Well, how much is that? Because they're trying to count everything. It's yeah. like when you go get your nails done, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you, you want to know. They want you the tally. Break it down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Well, okay, well, it's okay. It's $150, but what actually came with this $150? So I how do you do, how do, you do that? Am I, getting, am I getting massage or is this just coming uh -huh. with the acrylic and paint, right? Yeah. So, you know... I feel like what BB is saying is don't mm -hmm. get in a position where you feel like you're negotiating. Yeah, right? yeah, you're for negotiating sure. That's exactly what I'm saying. But, but communicate um, it. Yes, but co communicate in a way where they feel, they, they feel, um, they understand. They understand, and you're you're they're you're, not walking in blindly, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, I charge forty dollars an hour. I charge exactly. extra for added hair. I charge extra for added length. I charge extra for this. I I don't charge for this. I charge for that. You know, keep it simple like that. Mm -hmm. But don't get into a point where you're negotiating your prices. Where yeah, you're that's not what we want. But we want to communicate. You're starting to emotionally discount because that's yeah. really what it is. When you start asking what's this and what's that, somewhere in there they're hoping to look for a little five dollars off. They are. At the beginning during the consultation how much it's going to cost and then they wait to the end and they ask you again how much it's going to cost yeah like you're going like okay we cool now we friends now i'm gonna take that extra five ten off for you nah nah it's still that same price as it <laughs> I'm was laughing at you because you before it's still going to be the same price so mm -hmm. that i feel like that's what you mean by that but yeah. um definitely be able to communicate and and build your courage on communication because yeah, for, for me, sure. I know I'm, I'm, I'm a person that experienced that really timid. I'm mm -hmm. a people pleaser by nature. Mm -hmm. 
I'm a people pleaser by nature. So I'll, I'll take out, I'll, I've been known for taking off $10 here, $15 here. But then at the end of the year, mm-hmm. when I've given myself a raise in February, but by December, I'm made the same amount that I made last year, maybe even less because of those mm-hmm. little ten dollars here and fifteen dollars here. So as an entrepreneur and as a business that you want to grow, you have to eliminate that. Mm -hmm. And what happens is the people who are like, well, how much is this and how much is that? They're gonna be placed with they're gonna be replaced with people that's like, girl, I'm (laughs) tipping you this and I'm tipping you that. I don't care how much it costs. Just make me look like you did last time. Make me look better. Mm -hmm. Make me look like I look last time. I don't care how much you charge because it's in my budget. You in my budget. That's Um, the fact. And something else that I wanted to say, I wanted to mention about when you do have a client in your chair, Mm -hmm. I've noticed this and I experienced this last week after the post that a client sat in my chair and we've already discussed the price. We've already discussed the timing. Mm -hmm. But as soon as they sit in my chair, I already let them know I'm squeezing you in. This is all the time Mm -hmm. I have for this today. But then wait, they got in my chair and got the price to say, you think you can make them a little longer? You no. think you can make a? I mean, you think you can add this? You think you can make my parts a little smaller at the top? I know we decided on large, but do you think you could do medium at the top? You need to be able to communicate as stylists. I don't have the time. Not to, you know that's not what that's not um, the time that was allotted. You got to be confident in that. It, it takes practice. That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, being able to say. No, in a way where your client still feels valued and appreciated and they'll come back and sit in your chair, right? Okay, yeah. Um, because the reality okay. is the customer is not always right, baby. They're not. not also, right. I want to I wanna play devil's advocate. So as far as pricing, I do want to say, because I think we if people are charging premium prices and then you have if people charging very variety of prices yes. out there. I think everybody can yes. attest to that. You have low end and you have a high end. You got and great value and you got name brand. <laughs> you got name brand. So I want to be clear that saying for people that are charging, you know, we're I'm, we're basically saying that if you are charging high end prices, we stand behind your val- your literal ex- customer experience and quality of work match that. You know, we're not just, you know, promoting that all stylists charge high end because you got to think about the, the the experience of the client. Are they waiting hours to get in your chair? Are they, you know what I mean? You got to be realistic and do a real assessment. And as far as pricing, I want to tell people a tip to help you charge um, better and a tip to help you charge um, an appropriate price for what you're doing. Number one, we got to start learning our, our business inside and out. And what I mean by that is um, if I do a blowout, I know that on an average head, average thickness, whatever the case, it's going to take me an hour and a half to two hours, right? So if I have to spend two hours of my business day, my work day, if I am spending two hours on a service, I, number one, I you need to have a daily goal, weekly goal, hourly goal, whatever the case you determine that. You determine how many hours you're working. You determine what you want to make per hour. So if I know that I can do a blowout in two hours and I'm charging, what, 85, 95, whatever the case, I'm charging that 
per hour, I not only know what my hourly rate is, I can better, I can better um, predict my, my, my income. I can, I can schedule my clients and I can better price myself because sometimes people spend 12 hours on braids and they, well, and I'm going to say sometimes if you don't have it mastered, your time mastered, your braids can go anywhere from 12 hours to 20 hours to even less. You know what I mean? So you have to be clear on, are, am I managing my time or is this really what it, what it, how long it takes me? Like for me, I know like my longest service for like hair extensions, I know how long it's going to take me. And if I go over it way over, I, it's usually an error on my part. Not that this client here too, took too much time, whatever the case, but my average time is this amount. Maybe it's just a day where I ain't got the energy. And if it take me 12 hours on that particular day, I'm not going to charge them extra on for my slack. You know what I mean? So know your Correct. business inside and out. If it's taking that's you, where integrity comes in. Integrity. That's, yeah. that's what I They also got to know their, they got to know their, they I'm not talking about an hour and I'm taking my sweet molasses time. Thank you. That's my point. We're and not I'm saying like, oh, well, it's a, you know, I, I know I had three breaks because my hands get tired. I had to go check on my kids and I had to eat something too, but you don't have to pay me for all these 17 no, hours. My point is know your prices so you can charge accordingly. If you know you want to okay. make fifty hour, $50 an hour and you know it takes you five hours to do a blowout, you're going to be in trouble. So know have, your time. <laughs> know your time so you can know what it takes you to do your services so you can charge accordingly. Just know your business inside and out before you price it. Because and if, have those upsell pricings. Upsell have pricing. those. If you know, if, if know how much you're going to charge a person when they ask for longer length. Know Thank how you. much you're going to charge a person for those smaller box braids. That's right. Know how much additional is going to be already. That's right. Know if this is the, this is usually the average amount of time that I take to do this. Mm -hmm. Know that once it goes outside of that, how do you handle that accordingly? Is that something mm -hmm. that you just kind of charge to the game? Or is there more, is there more pricing that needs to be involved? And that That's all an individual thing. That's a relationship between the guest and the client. Everyone is going to be different. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to have some times where you've done the consultation and you scheduled for four, for four hours, but it goes to eight because maybe the client's hair is super fine. So you can't just be going in, mm -hmm. you know, maybe the scalp but is just you have to communicate you going that in like when you, you notice it. Okay, you might have to be a little more intentional, a little more delicate, mm -hmm. but that's mm -hmm. going to cost a little bit more. Mm -hmm. so, so you can have integrity and, dis and discretion there and discernment to say, whether or not you're going to charge that person more because of their scalp condition, mm -hmm. or you're going to charge in the same price because you know that's that's all an individual thing. Yeah, um, I, no, yeah. I even... Is being able to com communicate, having yeah, the ability sure. to communicate, knowing, um, having a general um, idea of how much you're going to charge for certain upcharges in certain scenarios. Yeah, and that will alleviate um, a lot of a lot of drama, a lot of conflict. The reality is you cannot make everybody happy. No, you can't. Especially if you got kids, you know that, right? It's impossible. It's, mm -hmm. it, it, and, and we as humans, it, we usually tend to do this more than this. Mm -hmm. This is mm -hmm. the get, this is the give. Mm -hmm. It's natural. It's mm -hmm. natural for us. And like we were talking about before, who doesn't like free stuff, mm -hmm. right? Who doesn't like the little extra $5 off, $10 off, but as stylists, you have to realize, especially if you're like me and BB, like this is our bread and butter. Like if mm -hmm. we don't work, we don't make don't money. Eat. You have to know your value um, and be diligent about your business. Mm -hmm. um, be prepared for certain clients that are going to try to 
take, 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 get, 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 get as much. Yeah, and for sure. Draw that line in the sand and say, you know, I appreciate you. I value you. I wouldn't be able to do have the lifestyle that I have without yeah. you. But I scheduled you. You know, I had an understanding that I would have mm-hmm. you for four hours. I didn't really prepare to have you for eight hours today. <laughs> this is how... You know, this is how I can compromise with you. I don't have it today or I do have it today, but it's going to be an additional to X, Y, and Z. And um, usually from my experience, the customer respects it and values mm-hmm. you. And usually it works out. Like I, I, I can count on one hand the amount of times I've really had a difficult client that would be described like her, but that doesn't really happen often, but Mm -hmm. it does. And you want to be able to um, address it where you can still want to get up and make people beautiful the next day. Right. Uh, Yeah. Because if you have a lot of clients, like the one whose post we read, I could imagine that would be draining. Yeah, um, always, it may make you feel less valuable about yourself, right? Start making you kind of question yourself, question your skills and, and, and question your work. And don't do that. So I have a question. How would, what could we tell other stylists or what could we advise other stylists if they are finding themselves, they find themselves or have found themselves in these type of positions, how to move forward. So as far as like being blasted in a negative manner, not for something positive, but if they are blasted, how can we advise them to um, navigate that and handle that in a way (laughs) in a way that will be conductive uh, and have a positive impact on their business. Well, let me tell you something. Mm -hmm. What I think is, listen, let me, let's like my girl Cardi B. When when she first hit the scene, Mm -hmm. people had a lot of negative things to say about her. She was clapping back at everybody. But she was all on the blog. She was all, you know, let me, let me digress. Mm-hmm. Negative publicity isn't necessarily bad, right? Not all the time. Mm-hmm. You could take advantage of neg- negative publicity. Mm-hmm. Learn how to turn some negative situations into a learning experience. Mm-hmm. So if people are out here, you you someone's blasted you or made a negative post or put a negative review on it as stylist, I feel like you need to respond. You have to respond. It's like someone someone just put a review out on you. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's like a Google review. Mm-hmm. Someone put a bad review on you and you don't respond. It's going to almost, you know, we as humans, well, like, oh, they just have to be true. They ain't saying nothing. Yeah. It's to be true then. So mm-hmm. respond. But mm-hmm. how you respond is going to determine how you come on the other side of that. Yeah, it's going to determine a lot. It's going to determine. So my advice is uh-huh. one, to respond. But not immediately. Mm-hmm. Read the post. Read the review three times. <laughs> read the review three times. And uh-huh. then after that, search for the facts. You know, you evaluate yourself first. Is there anything that I could have done differently in this situation to prevent this mm-hmm. or to uh, soften this blow? Right? Mm-hmm. Look at yourself. And if you feel like you've dotted your I's and crossed your T and you you provided the best service that you could provide at that time in that moment, mm-hmm. address it with love. Like I said, present, present the facts again. Mm-hmm. You know, um, respond to the facts. What, you did? what did you do? How did you service that client? What was that experience? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you know, first of all, 
No, the client isn't always right, but someone has made a post to reflect on your business. So you gotta address you gotta address it. We have to address it. We have to address it. So my advice is read it three times, (laughs) take the emotion out of it, and speak facts. Speak facts and then thank them. Thank thank you. Thank you for bringing these things to my attention. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't, you know, I didn't realize that these were your concerns. This is the fact. This is how I provided your service. These are the Mm -hmm. things that I did X, Y, and Z, you know, addressing Mm -hmm. whatever the post that they made or the review that they Mm -hmm. made. These are the things Mm -hmm. that I will do in the future. Mm -hmm. If you don't feel like it's something that you need to bring them back into the salon to fix, don't. We're Mm -hmm. not giving back no money. Mm -hmm. And, um, do better the next time. Charge it, charge it to the game, but don't not respond. That is my okay. respond okay. out of love. Stick it to the facts. I agree. I feel like I don't really have much to add because you know, like Trent said, you know, don't respond emotionally. Gather the facts and you know, be honest with yourself. In, inflect inflection. That's what it called. Anyway, just you know, process your experience process, you know, be realistic with yourself. Don't, don't, you know, don't be emotional about it. If you were in the wrong, correct it or show that you are, you know, you do respect and acknowledge their experience with you. Um, I would say, do I agree with the responding to everything? No, some things, yes. Um, but I would add that always be aware that you're either going to attract more clients from your response or turn people away from you with your response. I want them to be aware of that. So think about the fact that people are sometimes not happy and sometimes you mess up and sometimes people are just not a fit for you. But everybody deserves respect. And I personally feel like, you know, I don't really curse people out online because once you disrespect me, I leave the conversation because you're not taking me up and through there. Because if I can't put my hands on you, I'm going to be mad. No, well, girl, I don't have, I can't do it. I can't do it. So if you get disrespectful with me, there's nothing else I can do for you at that point. So. But my point is, people are going to. I don't think you did anything wrong, by the way. You ain't got to keep trying to justify it because you you did what you had. I do feel a little bad, guys, because I'm known. I'm known for being the peacemaker, the light body, the butterflies and horseshoes, and the reality is. I got you on a bad day. It's likely people coming for my brothers and sisters in the beauty industry. Mm -hmm. They caught you on a bad day. They (laughs) you know, and um. Mm-hmm. Just to piggyback on what BB was saying, you guys, you don't need every butt is not for your seat. Yeah, every butt is not. You don't, don't want have every single goal. client sitting in your chair. You don't want mm-hmm. every client because they come from all different walks of life, all different type of energies and spirits mm-hmm. and stuff attached to them. And you you don't need that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So filter through. Someone makes a bad review about you, makes a bad post about you, respond. Respond with integrity. Mm-hmm. Respond without the emotion and reply with the facts. The mm-hmm. facts is what you did. You know, the services that you did provide, what you did do. And um, take it as a learning experience. Yeah. And I have a tip for 
for people who are um your shoulders off i have a tip that will you know for the most part illuminate you know because we we run a business we we have perfected i get we i don't want to say perfected because we're always we always can get better but as far as like communication you can follow up sometimes you know i i slack with my existing clients and i want to do better with this but i've been sending out like um follow-up messages like a week after appointments and i ask them how their hair is doing and i ask them how their experience was you know i've had instances where the style that i gave someone wasn't as easy to maintain as they thought it would be so they were going to try to take it out themselves instead of like you know calling me or asking me about it and me reaching out and communicating with her like a week after her service i was able to you know get her to stay in the style and i i was able to um restyle her extensions in a way that she could keep it she she had curly extensions and she was trying to do the wash and go look but that was too high maintenance for her so what i had her do is said hey i want you to try a twist out on the hair extensions and see if that's easier for you to manage and more low maintenance. And that's exactly what happened. So if I wouldn't have checked out, I mean, checked in with her a week later, you know, I, I kind of remove the, I remove the possibility of a bad review or bad experience happening because, you know, checked up with her in a week. You know what I that's mean? That's some good advice, BB. You know what I'm that's some good advice. If you are handling your business as a stylist and you're doing a follow-up, you a might lot of stuff be can, able. Yeah. A lot of stuff can be eliminated. You could avoid and, that. You could avoid exactly. That. But I would have never knew that. And I want to touch on this too. I would have never knew that if I wouldn't have reached out to her. And by the looks of it, that customer would have never communicated with me that she was having a problem. So consumers... You know, we want to have good experiences because at the end of the day, it get ugly in the beauty industry. But at the end of the day, we love y'all. We love our consumers and we want to do the best for we speak. I speak for to do the best. I want to be respected. By and, you know, yes. and I will respect them. Yeah. So I always recommend that consumers, you have a responsibility to tell your stylist what is up. Yes. If you don't like, my clients are so comfortable telling me they don't like something. And even when new clients come in, they're like, can you curl that a little bit? I say, yeah, girl, let's do it. They're like, oh, you know, like you're not upset with me. Upset with what? You're paying your money. What? Upset with who? Yes. Let's normalize in my chair. Yes. It's time for you to tell me what you need and what you desire. I will curl and redo and updo if I got the time for it. I will get it right for you. But if you never say anything, if you never say anything to your stylist, you've taken that away from you've you. Taken that, you've taken that opportunity for her to show you that they she cares or he cares. You've taken that um, opportunity from them to make the situation better. Stop leaving these chairs unhappy. Stop leaving these chairs, letting people think they like their hair. It does not help your stylist. Yes, it does not help anyone in this industry. Honest with your with your with your colleagues. And also, stylists need to be. Let's. I'm a do devil's advocate because we have interesting personalities. We need to be more receptive. We need to be more receptive and open. We need to have an open. We need to be open, straightforward and open minded. If you're not open, at least leave. Make a part of the appointment time. Hey, this is your time where you tell me if you're happy or not. Because if you leave, you're telling me you're happy. Is there anything I can do better for you? 
People love that. People Say that love again that. for the people in the back. If you leave. If you leave, you're telling me you, I'm under the impression that you love your hair. So go ahead and check your hair. Look at your hair. Is there anything that I can do better? Is there anything that you want done differently? If no one says anything, and also stylists, we got to stop assuming. We have to make sure we do these extra steps, I know, but we got to do them to protect our business because when it comes down to the review and the, you know, the backlashing on social media and all of these outbursts on social media, emotional responses, if you've done your job, you can easily- the facts. You can restate the fact or like what I like to do, honey, I'm going to ignore sometimes because if I know I've done my job. And I've communicated. I'm not responding. Well, you're not responding to the person per se. You're really responding for all the other ones who haven't sat in your chair. You're really clear. responding for the ones who don't know you. Let's be clear. You're Let's glad be clear. you made it clear. Not that, that, I'm, I it's not that I'm responding to your bullshit. It's the fact that I'm responding so that my other future um, clientele that sits in mm -hmm. my chair really knows. No, how so you are. I can respect right. that. I get that. Got from that angle. Who have you messed up out here in these streets? And See, I leave only, it to I leave it to on what other people said about us. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, for sure. So, like, that's why I mean, like, you have to address Dude. it. Because I guess for me, I look at it like a negative reflection of of your business. So yeah. you have to say something. You don't yeah. necessarily don't get involved in the like with the, the emotional yeah. aspect of it. Yeah. But like she said, if you know that you did everything that you were supposed to do, mm -hmm. go back to what I said. Speak the facts. Speak well, the but facts. I mad when at it. I, I guess for when me, I, when you when you came in relaxed talking about you want a double process, you want to be six thirteen tomorrow, and I. <laughs> You know, I guess for me, what I was, yeah, what I was recommunicate that on the post. I'm not getting into the emotional aspect with you, but I'm gonna speak facts. Sometimes I don't respond. Sometimes I don't respond for the simple fact that once you experience, when you come to the salon and experience, I know what you're gonna get. You know what I mean? So I guess I do respect what you're saying, and I have to look at it that way because God forbid I'm put in that position, but. I, at the end of the day, this, this podcast, this episode was definitely for me to take some things and add them to my business. Just thinking about like, okay, you know, responding for, if you do decide to respond, just knowing that, you know, we are setting an example and setting the tone for people that may patronize our business. So I get that. I guess I got to, um, you know, not so much as I'm responding to this person and giving them the time of day and think about all of my future clients that I may be servicing who will see, in fact, see a post like that. They see something like that. They're going to automatically search it out. You know we're what I mean? Educators. We're educators mm -hmm. and our so students. with the job. Yeah. Our students are not going to always um, know how to handle that. Yeah, understand what we're saying and, and really maybe not even respect it because they haven't had that experience themselves. Yeah, and the reality exactly. is a lot of people have a lack of respect for stylists because you have not been in our shoes. You don't know what it feels like to be on your feet for 10 to 12 hours and with your yeah, back, your, sure. neck, your fingers, your toes, your ankles, everything hurting on you. Stuff you hurting you didn't even know can hurt. When you haven't been through it or you haven't lived it, it's hard to really have an opinion about it. Yeah. But again, to reiterate, not an hour in two minutes, but to reiterate, mm -hmm. let's normalize being honest. Let's normalize being straightforward. Let's, yeah. let's normalize being open-minded. Let be honest because that that's the biggest thing with uh, the relationship between client and the stylist. And stylist communication and be honest. 
guests with with your guests and let them know like hey this is something that's not gonna be good for you this will be okay or you know different things like that and being straightforward yeah, not stop giving people push. whatever not they want giving people the impression that, that they mm-hmm. that something will happen that really is not not gonna happen you know, yeah. the open-minded part is once you've been straightforward and letting somebody know your value mm-hmm. your worth let's speak on the pricing hey you know I charge $100 for kids because from my 15 years of experience, it mm-hmm. I don't even be wanting to deal with my own kids after servicing children. So it's got to be <laughs> so funny. So this is the price that I came up with because mm-hmm. it makes me physically feel okay when mm-hmm. I'm done enough for me to still want to deal with my own and be open-minded to the fact that mm-hmm. say, well, okay. Well, you know, that's that's outside of my budget right now. And I really wasn't expecting to spend that hundred dollars, so I'm gonna go somewhere else. Be open minded to receive that and not take it personal because yeah, for sure. You know, cause you do have the don't right be to offended when people you aren't, you know, when you're not in their butt. Like don't stylists should work on, you know, not being offended. I'm not offended. Um, as long as you know, I'm not offended when people feel like, you know, they want to go elsewhere. I support them, especially if everyone's, you know, remain their level of respect. And, and stuff like that it's cool with me you know because you, it may not always be that case you know what right. I mean it's yeah. just you know not burning bridges because sometimes people will be like nah whatever the case but you have to respect you gotta respect clients too because I love y'all I love y'all regardless I, sure. I love the young lady who made that post I still I love you girl and I hope that um you're more enlightened now Mm-hmm. That you have a little bit more knowledge um, about the beauty industry, and even from our point of view as stylists, as business mm-hmm. owners, salon owners. Um, but it's mm-hmm. all love, and um, we're just coming from a place to enlighten you guys and to hash out this beef. Yeah, it's I'm so like, tired. I, 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 I really between the clients and the stylists. Like we're it's supposed to be in unity and in harmony. Like why yeah. are there's so much static and we're bumping heads and I, and I just, yeah. And I understand yeah. it. Yeah. I feel like, you know, I, this just, gap. Yeah, I agree. I, I know we probably end soon, but I just, you went on, you was already moving along. So to the listeners, we have another slide on the screen that our viewers can see and you cannot um, bridging the gap. So we're going to wrap up and in conclusion, we're going to kind of tap into ways for stylists and consumers to better understand each other and communicate effectively and work towards a mutually beneficial relationship. And um, I, I feel like, you know, number one, communication. Just always keeping a line of communication. I have clients that feel very comfortable to tell me, you know, hey, this is not in the cards this week. What else can I get? Or, you know, whatever the case, being being respectful enough and being open to, you know, someone communicating with you where they at and then you, you know, communicating back with them what you can do or what you can't do. Because if someone can't afford to come to you every week this month i may give them something like a sew-in so you're gonna get a sew-in so you won't need to come in you know every you can't come in for every week fine let's do a sew-in you won't have to come in for about about eight weeks honestly you know what i mean so it's communicating with them that's ways that we can bridge yes and and you guys misunderstandings be honest yes Mm -hmm. communicate because if if it the reality is Mm-hmm. Once you sit in our chair, mm-hmm. we're not sending you back out the door with your head looking like it did. Yeah. Good stylist. We're not turning you away. So we're going to work with your budget. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So instead of trying to get something free, 
just work within your means. We mm-hmm. still gonna hook you up, boo. And just communicate. A good stylist ain't gonna let no money. We just walk at the door. And on top of that, a good stylist ain't gonna let somebody with their hair all over their head just walk out when they've expressed and they've been honest and they've communicated that it's just not in the budget. It's not because I don't respect you and I don't exactly. value It's a way to come about it. It's, and- I mean, that's yeah so that's why communication is really so important and if you cannot be honest with your stylist then baby girl you need to learn you need to hop on youtube mm-hmm. you need and to get- go down to your cousin house where she's <laughs> popping that 30 dollar relaxer in your head yeah. because you know in order for you to really get the results that you want from your hair you need mm-hmm. to be honest with your stylist because that's what you're expecting her to be with you and also as far as like customers i want to talk to customers directly um guys get all of the information you need before your appointment be clear on what you're getting so if you want to um find if you i'll just speak for me if you want to come to my salon i have a website it has everything priced on it and i am alicard and that is stated that just means anytime you add something to your base service there's an upcharge so what you can do is you know Look at the website, see what you want, see if it's in the pricing and budget. And then if it is, get it. You know, if it's not, you know, pick a service that's in your budget. Also do your research. Just because you want a particular stylist and they may not be in your budget or whatever the case, there are other stylists that may be in your budget. You know what I mean? So no, don't necessarily research pricing to go to the stylist that you want to tell them, hey, so-and-so does it this way more so research to see who where you fit you know what I mean um as far as etiquette if you if you cannot afford a service just just don't go to that stylist I feel like it's very offensive like a way for you guys not to be offensive is don't come in the day of your service the moment of your service and then try to haggle you know, let's not be offensive. Let's not, you know, that that's an uncomfortable situation for the stylist. And that's also uncomfortable for you. So just make sure that you are researching their, their services before you sit in their chair. Do not get in a person's chair and you don't know what you're spending. You can easily email them, tell them what you want and get the number, the numbers, the cost. You can text them get the numbers there's so many ways you can communicate about what it's going to cost before you get in that stylist chair there's consultations so there are ways to find out what you need before having that conversation the day of you know so i just want to there is no reason you should be having a conversation the day of no no consultation happens before Mm, i know but some people don't do them. But that's the problem. I so, agree. <laughs> so that is so, you know, customers, clientele, we love you. We appreciate you. We mm-hmm. value you. And the responsibility is not all on you. No, it's There's not. There's obviously stuff to do. a disconnect between the stylist and the client. So we yeah. as stylists, as entrepreneurs, as beauty, as beauty professionals, we need to be more diligent about our business, especially with how we communicate. You know the steps of a hair service and it starts with the consultation. Mm-hmm. If you are um, skipping the consultation, if you are not completing the consultation in full, mm-hmm. um, then that is a slack on you. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no reason. I don't believe that a person should be sitting in your chair and you don't know what you're I'll doing up until that moment. Yeah, no, for no, sure. No, 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 no. Got to do consultations, guys. 
new client consultation, new service consultation, just consultation. Same client consultation. Same, same client, new service consultation. Consultation. Because I don't know what you've been eating, what you've been drinking. I don't know what's coming up through your scalp. You look thin, you look thin since the last time I see you. I need to do some things differently with you this time. I need to consult. Have you become allergic to something newly? Are you on any new medications that are affecting how your hair grows out of your scalp? I need to know these things. So consult with your guest every service. You need to follow up. Her response comes before mine, before you, because you'll learn pricing at consultation. Trend is right. Consultations, book a consultation when you're going to a new stylist. And if you want something, excuse me, if you want something new, if they offer the service, book a consultation, start there. That's always the best place to start. And stylists, we're speaking directly to you guys. It's time to start offering consultations if you are not. This is the place where you get all the talking out the expectations out this is where you get a clear understanding of what they desire and you have the opportunity to let them know if you can actually give them what they desire and if so, how much it's going to cost consultation is first <laughs> so yes worse yes. and a client sitting up in your chair and you like oh yeah i'm getting knotless okay it's just knotless yeah. and they come sit up in your chair with this much hair on their head and you just yeah you didn't even know all over yeah and you and and they yeah. look like hmm and now, you, girl, I've now, now you, you got to communicate some uncom. Now you got to communicate and 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 let them know, boo boo. I need about another inch. It's <laughs> happy. That's why. You know, that's why that I did is If you done your due diligence prior to consultation, yeah. is always the first thing before for any sure. service. And we have too much technology out here for y'all to not be doing no consultation. Virtual. I mean, got FaceTime. No they can send a photo of their hair. They can send a video of their hair. You can for FaceTime. Sure. You got WhatsApp. You got Google. Zoom. You got, there's no excuse, you guys. None. There's no excuse. And that's what's going to set you apart from the others. Consult with your peoples. And also, I want to add, because I'm just not going to assume people were here for the last show. As stylists, again... And to reiterate, we have to be financially forward. We have to get comfortable talking numbers with our clients. Yep. We have to get comfortable talking about money. Okay. It's a hundred extra dollars to add. Thank you. If you want it past your bra, that's a hundred additional $150. If you want to add hair, don't you know as a strand no i'm just joking yeah don't get caught up emo don't get caught in a position where you have to emotionally discount because you are not confident talking about money and you're not confident you know letting people know that if they want to deviate from the plan then you're deviating from the ticket cost okay if we if we discuss one thing and you show up the day of and we you go on another route that route is going to change the the bottom line okay so let's get comfortable talking to our clients about money let's get comfortable you know letting people know when they when they want something other than what you originally agreed to that changes things and like trend said in the last video if you are not comfortable charging then you got to say no you can't do it bingo and on top of that if you um um, let's while talking about uncomfortable Mm -hmm. um if you are uncomfortable communicating verbally about your prices then you might need to do the old school you might need to make you a little pricing menu right you You might need to create a physical pricing menu that leave it in front of you that you don't want to necessarily say or have your that's the point of the booking links 
right? You need a service yes. menu that has it there in plain, itemized. Mm-hmm. So when these clients come, if you yeah. know that you are the type of person, a type of client, which you should be, that want that should that's charged. You want to know everything, everything you pay. Then mm-hmm. you decide that price and you put it on your pricing list. And when they ask, mm-hmm. well, um, well, let's see, let's look together. <laughs> right. And so there are so many ways around. You know? No, for me, it's uncomfortable to verbally talk about money. I'm, I'm just, I'm just being real. It's I'm still growing. I'm, I'm more comfortable than I was before now. I, Have you I, been I'm, practicing? But I'm comfortable. Yes, that's what I'm saying. But through yes. that, it's coming through practice. But yeah. there are still times where I get that bubble gut when it's time for me to charge. But you right? do. But I ain't yeah. gonna charge. I'm just saying it took it me a get, little. It get rough I for you. Gas out to get it there. Took, it took but, me a while, but I'm there. For the ones who are still working on that, it's mm-hmm. gonna be okay. But there are ways to help yourself to build up that courage right to do mm-hmm. so because just because you are not necessarily confident enough to verbalize it that don't mean you don't deserve the money though that's right you still got to get paid for that service yeah Janika knew that she had only that y'all had agreed to 150 dollars worth of box to uh of medium knotless now she comes sitting up in your chair talking about well i have a i have something to say when you're can you make them small at the top mm-hmm. You're in control of that style. That's let's, right. Let's let's normalize you being in control. Once you get past that consultation, you're in control, baby girl. And I want to tell you guys before we wrap up, if you are a new stylist, veteran stylist, whatever level stylist you are, and you want to practice being financially forward or having a money conversation with your clients, I want all of you, the next time you go into work, the next time you take a client, I want you to start your service this way. It don't matter new, old. I want you to start with greeting them before you get going. How are you doing? How is your day? How are you doing? Okay, what can I do for you today? If they've already booked the blowout on your service, you say, I have you down for a blowout. That's gonna be, let's just throw out a random number, $85 today. Are you still Are you still wanting just a blowout or did you need anything additional? Okay. Hey, boo. But that's why I charge deposits. I just had to add that in. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, I'm yeah, not the necessarily talking about money, but that's why I have a booking link. So if there's any people out here that will hear this later on, there's so many ways where you really don't have to do so much to verbalize. Yeah, people can see it, but, but you still gotta say it. Yeah. Believe it or not, people will still say, what I owe you? Knowing they got an email. My booking link, you gotta pay 50%. You gotta pay 50% of your service. So you already know when you book mm-hmm. That's you already know exactly what's left over. Okay, more of what you done paid. Let me let me saying. rephrase it for people who already have booking links because we do. So if you don't have a booking link, use the first um, script that I gave you. And if you have a booking link, okay, let's start with me. Okay, hello, thank you for coming in. I have you down for a sew in today, but you've already paid a fifty dollar deposit towards your service. One fifty will be left over. Do you still just want the sew in, or will you be adding anything additional? Either way, it go guys. We have to still we have a responsibility we have a responsibility to talk numbers financially forward with our clients start repeating what they're getting to them and saying that number out loud start doing that at the beginning of your service and doing that and then keep it pushing just do that every every time you start a service it's going to get easier you're going to now you're putting you're talking about numbers um daily in your business now it's not so scary because all those people know what this is the point it's a win-win because these people already booked they know what they're paying. 
So you're just reiterating what they're paying. You're just saying it out loud, getting used to saying, hey, you already paid $25 for your blowout. You can have, you know, 60 left over. All right, let's get started. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You're not upselling. You're not adding anything. You're telling them what they already know, but you're practicing saying it out loud. Okay. So that's the advice I have to you guys. And I feel like we can wrap it up. I mean, we, we've been on here for about a good hour and 20 minutes. It's bedtime for me because my kids go back to school tomorrow. So my morning is going to start at 6 a.m. So <laughs> I'm, I'm done. But uh, if there's anything you want to say in closing, we can do that. Yes, I just wanted to thank every single body who um, came here today, who dropped some comments, who uh, dropped some views, dropped some hearts, who shared our posts, who will listen to this post later on. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for the life that the Most High chose to breathe in your lungs. I'm grateful for the experiences that you will have because they're going to make you the best you that you can possibly be. Okay. I'm grateful for our talents. May May we use them to glorify the Most High. Mm-hmm. I am grateful for my sister as well as my co-host and my business partner. I am so proud of you and I'm uh, proud of your consistency because Aww. every day, every Monday at 929, <laughs> you ready. And I appreciate you for holding me accountable yeah. and um, being on this platform with me. And I just encourage you guys as beauty professionals and as people who um love to be beautiful yeah their beauty because that's Mm -hmm. what we do you're already beautiful we just accentuate the beauty that you have i encourage you guys to be more open-minded honest and um straightforward let's with each other let's bridge these gaps in the beauty industry let's value ourselves more and let's value the people who are putting their hands in our hands yes yes Um, I guess I want to say, you know, I'll just reiterate what went down today. So, uh, stylists, remember before you emotionally respond to some triggering things that can be said about us in our industry, in our profession, just remember your value. Remember how important you are and how life-changing you are. Remember that. And if you ever find yourself in a situation where you have to respond to some negative feedback just remember to keep your emotions out of it state the facts and keep in mind that you are um presenting yourself to potential customers um because negativity does bring eyes so just remember that instead of speaking directly to that negative response if they can't be reasoned with or there's no solving it respond anyway like trend said but just keep in mind that you are responding to future clients and anyone who will see this post so just remember that and, um, you know, dot your I's, cross your T's and remain respectful and just remember you represent yourself at all times. And I also want to thank you, Chan, for showing up with your girl. I appreciate you. I appreciate your insight. I'm very, very, uh, as much as I was, you know, apprehensive about this topic, I'm glad we did it. And I'm glad you had the experience you had because you definitely, you know, we definitely was able to talk about this. We're always talking about this amongst ourselves. So it feels really good to be able to just say how we get feel it about out, it. Get it out. This is a conversation, a get very uncomfortable conversation. It's very uncomfortable. A lot of other styles have been wanting to have, and we had it for you today. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, this is really that's out the way. We hopefully will not be retouching this or revisiting this exactly. anytime soon because we do not really get into the drama. We okay, don't, but we want to be informed of it all the time too. But that's I thank me. you for 
coming on with me tonight and we gonna wrap up we can go ahead and let the people know what to do i'm trend i'm bb nicole and come back to the beauty vault next week at 9 30 we're gonna have something Uh, we will see you guys next week thank y'all for tuning in good night good night all right